Don't choke. Too often, when the big moment arrives, we overthink and underperform. But a cognitive scientist says the key to counteracting performance anxiety is reframing our physical sensations. I get it. Becoming your best self is harder than it looks. That's why you're listening to the Living from the Inside Out podcast. I'm Betta, your host, and my mission is to make self-development just a little bit easier. Through short, informational, and inspirational podcast episodes that you can listen to while you have your morning coffee. Let's get right into it. I was reading this article in The Entrepreneur magazine written by Amanda Breen. I'll place the details below, but I wanted to share some of the key concepts with you. Few experiences are more frustrating than when you have spent hours, days, or weeks preparing for a high-pressure moment, a presentation, an interview, a client pitch, and when it finally arrives, stress and anxiety get the best of you. Instead of giving the performance you know you're capable of, you choke. Cian Bielok, a cognitive psychologist and scientist and the president of Barnard College, has the key that could help you overcome it. The reason they say that we glitch under pressure is because we monitor ourselves to the point of disruption. Choking is a, quote, equal opportunity event, end quote, that affects high performers who bank on perfection and People who feel that various authorities, figures, bosses, teachers, parents, expect them to underperform on the given task. But for everyone, the key to combating performance anxiety is understanding your body's response to high-stakes situations. Your churning stomach or spiked heart rate may feel like negative responses to a stressful situation. But the physiological response and reaction that you interpret as anxiety is actually identical to the one that you experience as excitement. So the solution is to use that knowledge to your advantage. It's all about how you interpret what you're feeling. If you interpret, for example, a churning stomach as a a sign that you are going to fail, there is a good chance that you will. But if you interpret it as a sign that you are ready to go, that you're excited, that can help you perform better. In all, it's about the mentality that you have going into the situation. In the research, Bielik told student participants sitting for their important exams that their sweaty palms and fast-beating hearts were actually signs that they were ready to go, that blood was being sent to their brains. When you reframe this sort of physiological response in a positive way rather than, oh man, I'm going to fail, the students actually ended up doing better on the test. Sometimes something so simple can have the biggest effect, which is exciting because it gives you that sense of control that you have needed. Belock, the researcher, also says that it's crucial to practice in conditions similar to the ones that you are going to perform in. Oftentimes, if you're pitching to a client or giving a talk at a toast or a wedding, you'll look over your material but not really get around to practicing it or performing it. We know, though, that if you can mimic what you're going to experience, you will do so much better when the big moment arrives. So pitch to a big group of friends or if no one will watch you, do it in the mirror. Anything that will get you used to having eyes on you to better mimic that situation that you'll be in. Additionally, as the big day arrives, 
it can be helpful to write down your thoughts. That's why I'm such a big advocate for journaling. Something like journaling, writing down your negative thoughts is kind of like downloading your worries on to paper. Research has also found that journaling can be super, super effective in reducing stress and negative thoughts that pop up, especially in the long term. Bielek also recommends practices like mindfulness exercises, which can help you to focus in the moment rather than on the consequences. There are two more strategies that I want to share with you. The first is probably going to be difficult for any students, uh, and that is to not cram right before the exam or the big project or the presentation. Stop looking over your notes. If you've looked over them before or you've studied at all, that's the preparation that's really going to matter or not what you're doing right before you enter the door of the exam room. Giving yourself a moment to just breathe, and this is the second strategy, being mindful and present and making sure that you are mindfully and cognitively interpreting a stressful feeling as something that's exciting and making you feel pleasant and ready to go into the room is really going to make a big difference. The last thing that I want to share with you is even if you do mess up, which is going to happen, Belock says that, quote, anyone can choke just like anyone can thrive, end quote. And I think that that's very profound because even the biggest high performers that you know, the motivational speakers or the top students can choke as well. And I guarantee you that they've had their moments of panic and failing under stressful scenarios. But just like they, the top performers have choked in the past or maybe still do you can thrive and hopefully these little strategies will help you as you go into your next big presentation exam or stressful situation and that's a wrap thank you for listening i will see you in another episode and remember until then you've got this i'll see you in another episode thanks for listening bye for now